Welcome to the Dog Moms. I'm Chrissy. I'm Amber. And we're here to answer more fun topics all about life with dogs. So we have something really cool here called the Pet Roulette. And if you haven't joined us for our other episodes, let's hear all about it. Oh, I'm excited. We get to play this little thing here. It's going to go around in a circle, pick a random topic that we get to talk about for only four minutes, which for the two of us is pretty difficult. <laughs> and we're going to do four different topics for this episode. And then at the end of the episode, we have something special. Yeah, so we get to take some questions from you. And we don't know what we're going to see here or what you may have submitted our way. So it's kind of a total roulette of fun. It is a pet roulette. Okay, a pet roulette. <laughs> I love it. All right, so let's get started. Oh my gosh, it makes me like Hi. nervous when I hear it. Ooh, oh, this is such a good one. This is great. Mental stimulation. Take it away. All right, so one of the things that I love most is um, making sure that your dog does have mental stimulation. Some people might say, well, what is that, right? So getting your dog outside and taking them for their everyday walk on the same route in the same place, that's not always, you know, like, sure, are they doing something different? Yes, but are they really, like, using their brain and getting tired? Yeah, not that's, always, that's a good right? point. You bring them home and they're, like, bouncing around still and you're like, I just took you for a five-mile walk. Why do you still have energy? Right, and not, not all dogs, but some. Or you may have a dog that doesn't or can't do a lot of walks and things like that and they were like, man, why are you always sleeping on the couch, right? Like Mr. Beasley. He loves, he loves his naps. So mental simulation is something that's really important to touch base on and we can do this in the form of um you love to do something specific but before we get into that because i think you you know a lot more about that than i do but i love to do puzzle toys and i love to do certain like games with my dogs even using some household items yeah. you know what i like to date i take is the um egg cartons when you get the egg cartons i like to um like poke little holes where the eggs were and we usually get the the cardboard ones, okay. fill it with treats, and then just tape it closed a little bit. Because then they rattle around, they get to tear it off, and then oh, that's you know, really cool. Get the and treats honestly, out. it's probably a good thing for like sound, you know, yeah. nervous dogs. Working it's probably their like, brain. Yeah, and they're that's like the moving something around, and it's banging around, and mm -hmm. it probably makes them feel like confident in themselves. And I got to watch you do something last week at BFF, yeah. which is a dog training facility that we love in Maryland. Um, it was so much what, fun. Tell me what you did. Yeah, so I love doing scent work, which is like scent like smelling with your nose with my dogs all of my dogs your do nose it. well i mean i can smell it sometimes too but um i'm not as good as the dogs are but the dogs are really good at finding a scent and this is something you can do at home you don't need to train your dog to do specific scents you can literally just hide their favorite toy or hide some food around your house and it's really cool because it really gets the dogs like involved in this game of hunting for the thing that they're trying to find and so if you want to use a certain smell you can just teach them the smell means they get food which is what i did with my dogs and they look for smells like birch, clove, anise, all different things like that. But you can literally teach your dog to find your phone for you, find keys for you. And this is such a great way to mentally stimulate them on rainy days or days that you just like don't have the time to deal it's with true. things. It's true. It's so or what great. What if they're like rehabbing from an injury or surgery? Oh, I think a lot of us have been there. For sure. And like you don't know what to do and your dog is like bouncing out of their skin. It's like there's so many great ways that you can offer that mental stimulation. Another thing that I love is trick training. So that's something that I'm really, oh, really, sure. really passionate about is teaching my dog all sorts of tricks or working with like puzzles. Like we have a toy where the dog puts the rings on the post. Oh, that's so fun. Like a little kid toy. Yes. Yeah. And it's it's hard to do. It's, it's a more advanced trick, but they're just 
just examples of getting your dog to use their brain in a different well, or smaller space. Well, and they're space. thinking about what they're doing more than just like sit. I did the thing. Like right. your dog's actually thinking about what they're supposed to do, and yeah. that's a really cool thing to do with training. And I think that a lot of times we don't realize that how exhausting or not always exhausting but tiring mental stimulation can be mm -hmm. for dogs too because we always think we have to exercise them exercise them yeah. but actually working your dog's brain can make them more tired than you I, realize i've watched dogs do tracking that's where they actually like go into the woods and they're following a scent like a piece of your clothing and then maybe you're hiding in the woods it's or not you it would be a different person because right. you because you're working the dog right but i've watched those dogs come out of there and it's not like really crazy trails they're just walking along yeah. sniffing they sleep like crazy good after that where I'm like I just did an hour of frisbee with my dog and he's like what's next right that's still great for like mental games don't take that away that it's not but doing a different challenge with your dog once in a while is yeah it, well and it, think you know, about like how much work it takes for you to like think about things rather than seconds. just like physically doing something so right. mental stimulation is great and we have 10 seconds left so yeah I think Beasley is fully uh stimulated here yeah, <laughs> Beasley are you just this is the life oh that's great all right so I think we should go to the next topic Let's do it. Let's go to the next all right one. I get the clicker yes you get the button <laughs> She never shares Let's that. See. She shared it with me one time. And, and maybe never again. Oh, wow. Oh. Behavioral issues. Gosh, that's a loaded I have question. a lot of experience with this one. <laughs> so this is before we start. I really love talking to Amber, one of my best friends, especially in the dog world, because I don't have a lot of behavioral experience. Yeah. You have a lot more behavioral experience. Unfortunately and fortunately, I suppose. I would say <laughs> I would say it's tough, and a lot of pet parents who live with dogs, with reactive dogs, things like that, yeah. it is not an easy life for you, and I know. Yeah, and I think that's something that a lot of people can relate to, and especially hearing from people like us, that like, yeah, I do have a difficult dog, and it's not always been an easy journey, and I've helped people with a lot of different difficult dogs, but I think it's really nice to hear that like someone that trains dogs for a living can still deal with and work with a dog that has special And it's not issues. ruining your life with your dog. You're no. not like, oh, I got the bad egg. You know, it's <laughs> not, I mean, we can feel that way. Right, but, right. But it doesn't mean that like now you can't enjoy things with your dog. Right, or, and like, honestly, enjoy it just makes you appreciate like how different like dogs are. And it's just like, it really makes you appreciate your dog in a different way. And I think it's really important to say before we get into like the depth of behavioral issues is that there are no bad dogs out there and that if your dog is giving you a hard time, they're not trying to. That means your dog is having a hard time. Mm -hmm. And that's like my favorite quote that I lived by for a really long time. My dog's not giving me a hard that's time. That's a good point. My dog's having Instead a hard time. Instead of like assuming like you're just being bad. Right. Maybe peel those layers back and see, okay, well, why? And, yeah. and maybe it's the environment or maybe it's... The Absolutely. fact that he's pent up and is in a new place. You know, or... and one of my dogs, the one who's not here, my oldest dog, Tucker, um, it took me a really long time to just be okay. Like that's how with he is. him having, you know, some sensitivities and him, me, me, me needing to accept that he doesn't love being with a bunch of other dogs. Right. And he doesn't love when strangers come up and try to cuddle and kiss him. And yeah. so once I started to just accept him for who he was... Then I started to enjoy life with him right, a little bit more. Right, because you shouldn't force those things per se. Right. Like, I want my dog to love everybody. I want my dog to be fine during, you know, storms or fireworks. Or, yeah. It's like you try to force that, but it's maybe a square peg Well, and peg, it actually made things worse for me and my dog is that when I expected him to just have to go say hi to everyone he met, he started reacting more and he started not trusting me as much. And so right. once I was just like, you know what? I have to be his advocate and I have to say, sorry, no, your dog cannot come say hi to my yeah. dog. Or sorry, my dog doesn't want to say hi to you. Yeah. 
it might be awkward sometimes, but that's part of being a dog. You really mom. helped me with that because Fuji, you know, when he was first meeting people, now granted he was young and we were traveling right off the bat, um, he was starting to be like, well, hold up. If, you know, we're meeting all these people. I'm not comfortable. Right. And then if I'm like, oh no, it's okay, because I'm used to that. Like the dog will recover. He's fine. I've been very lucky with my other dogs. But he wasn't recovering. And then I noticed he would like, even at the sight of people, he would be like retracting even from a distance because mm-hmm. he was like, She's going to make me go up to them. And so, you know, just talking to you and several other trainers, it was like, give him a space, advocate, right. be his advocate, don't force him in a situation. Yeah. And now, what do we witness today? Yeah, he's been he's running hi. up to the crew. Yeah. And, you know, so it was a nice change of pace, but I needed to like swallow the pill of like, he's not going to be my other dogs. Right. And give him a chance to try to recover and if he doesn't and that's the way he is then we need to we need to yeah, reroute and it really how just he experiences makes you things. enjoy life more with your dog just to like appreciate them for yeah. who they are and you're probably looking out for him more oh, then for instead sure. of like putting him in situations you're like well let's go do the things where i know you're gonna well, thrive and now that i know who my dog is and i choose the situations i put him in yeah. he's so much happier yes he's so much happier yeah. because he knows i'm not going to put him in a situation that makes him feel yeah, uncomfortable. Yeah, I mean, Beasley here is... Um, <laughs> He's very stressed out. Very, very stressed. But he doesn't love when we do, like, our live shows and stuff. So we travel and do live shows at times. We have six seconds left. But he doesn't love it. And I started to notice it was causing him more stress. Right. And, so and just, you said, I you know what? He's not done. He doesn't have to do it. Yeah. So That's great. Well, that was a really good conversation. Yeah. And now to our segment, Let's Go for a Walk. Whiskey, you're so good. Whiskey girl. Hi, pretty baby. She wants to go swimming. No, she does want to go swimming. Dude, I can't even say that if I say the word. I know. Don't say the word him? Do you see him? You want to go it's swimming? So no, you cannot go you swimming. See his face? He'll jump right off Both the dock. Of them. It's so pretty. It's really cold. No, I wouldn't. Yeah. It's cold. And then they're soaked, they're soaked for the rest of the day. That would be terrible. That's the problem with the swimming is like, it's one of my favorite things for the dogs to do, but then it's like the cleanup time. I know. I have a great blow dryer though that works on them. That's so Yeah, grateful. that's really helpful. Thank well, goodness. I didn't whiskey, bring it though. I know. Well, whiskey's it's such a pretty like cabin. literally meant to go swimming and to get ducks out of water. Oh, so look at her looking. I know there's geese. And so she's like, can I go get look it? Him. What is he watching? Look at these little I know. He wants to He's go so regal. He's, He's sitting so on the edge watching something. They love it out here. Whiskey's oh. like, can I live here please? Watch if I say, Beasley, where's the kitty? Wait, there's a, a kitty cat? Or, kitty or like, not kitty. It's not a real cat. It's any small wildlife. I got really excited. <laughs> any small wildlife. Yeah, of course you did. Whiskey, where's a bird? That, that's the word I use. Look at him looking. Oh, oh, oh. he's so excited. Beasy wants a kitty in there. Do you see? Oh my goodness. Whiskey knows what kitty what means. I think she's a little confused. Um, there's no kitty cat. I know, right? I know. Oh, he's Look, huff- even he's huffing. Yes. Oh, is that what it is? Oh my gosh. Okay, if oh, Whiskey, Whiskey sees the leaf or a stick, I cannot guarantee she will stay here. Oh my gosh. Anyway, this yeah. is so beautiful. Whiskey, this is where you're I meant know. to be. I know, you're so happy. This is literally her like dream come true Sometimes home. I just love to do stuff like this though. Like just take away all the craziness that we have in our life. And just sit out here. These moments like reset me to go back to all yeah, the craziness. Yeah, so true. I need this every so often. Yeah. I just have to get outside. Why I like going hiking though. Because yeah. I feel like my dogs. body's moving, but also I feel like I have a mental reset. I can put my phone away yeah. and just focus on enjoying time with my dogs right and being out in nature with them too it makes you kind of just feel like take a deep breath it's really it's just a good thing for us all around i feel like we should go camping this year i would do it would you do tent camping or yeah i do tent camping i mean if you want to bring your rv and let me stay in it i'll do that too i know right (laughs) we could go glamping there is glamping i would love to go it would be nice we'll go when it's warmer though because i think it'd be really fun well as long as it's not like full of mosquitoes and i'm happy oh what 
and I guess we have another topic. I will let yeah. you click it if you really... I was going to steal it from you, so thanks. Uh, I was going to snatch I'm it. I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> All right, if we get the same one again. I know, then you just have the... Oh, oh, oh we have so much wait experience here. Ugh, wait, 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 wait. No. Shedding hair. It's called canine confetti. We do. We I hope you see or this. Or glitter. Here's some do glitter. Do you see? Here's glitter. They're laughing for you. back there, but they're going to have to clean it up. Um, so it's canine confetti. Um, I've just leaf. accepted the fate. I don't know about you. My husband is still fights it every yes. single day. Yes. I've just accepted my life. Mm. There are times where I go out, especially if I'm wearing all black, where I'm like, oh, this is slightly embarrassing. Yes, it is. <laughs> like, I feel like when people come to my house, I need to be like, welcome, here's your lint roller. Yeah. Like, we everyone do have gets lint a lint, ro lint roller for you and lint roller for you. Everybody gets oh a lint roller. Oh, my gosh. You Everybody know, in the audience, go into your seat right now. I know. It's a yeah. bit rough. It's a bit rough. Oh, rough. Yes. Sorry. Rough. Oh, that's adorable. <laughs> um, um, yeah, we all have shedding dogs, which is wonderful. And I don't believe in those anti-shed shampoos. I don't. Maybe you know, that's just me. If you if you guys out there are going to hit up my DMs thing, saying. Chrissy, I just bathed my dogs yesterday with a de-shedding shampoo and conditioner. And is it, but wait, is it supposed to make them shed or stop them from well, shedding? Well, it pulls out all the Because it's working. Hair. If it's supposed to make them shed, it's doing a great job. It did take off a lot of hair, but there's an unlimited amount of hair. Yeah. So it's kind of just like it, one of those endless. things. If that could be money. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's it's something. I will so, tell you that. So shedding hair. Okay, so there's so many like ways to go about this. It really depends on the breed, too, because there's yes. some dogs that have more well, like a Well, some people have poodles, hair. and poodles don't shed, don't shed. So. But then you get all the grooming challenges right. with that. And that was That's something not that my game. I don't like That's that either. I watched somebody work out some knots out of a poodle one time. No. I give you guys so much credit. It's a lot of work. Holy cow. That, she was like, oh, no, all night. I'll be doing this all night. And I was like, really? She, yeah. yeah. So, well, you have to so actually like, spend time doing it every single what do you day. Do? So, so um, let's see about, like, Okay, what do you do to try to combat <laughs> the hair in your house? Okay, I have three dogs. I also have two cats. Oh, God. So That's a lot it's of not hair. just dog hair, it's also cat, cat hair. hair. And I'll have like all the laundry folded and it'll be perfectly like without hair. And then you turn around, you come back, and there's a cat sleeping on top of the laundry. And I'm like, okay, there goes that. So, I mean, we do have some things. I, I'll tell you some silly things that we've done. Um, our couch matches our dogs. Oh, it's smart. literally a brown Such a smart leather move. couch. It's so smart. And like you cannot see the dog hair on it. When you sit down, it's on Love you. That. But you can't like see it covered in hair, which is great. So there should be a line of couches out there yeah. that are to match dog coats, like a Dalmatian couch. Oh, that would be really fun. Right? Funny. Like just match your dog that you never have to worry about it. <laughs> Except someone like you with like all different color dogs. You're just kind of yeah, like. Stuck. Maybe just buy covers. They do match make the those. couches. They do make those. They match the dogs. And then you can wash them. Oh, very yeah. nice. Yeah, I, I mean, do, that's, we do have a cover on our couch. I have a washable rug. Yeah, Which that's is smart. good for mm -hmm. that stuff sometimes. And people but. say to use the Roomba, but I honestly, I'm like, they would, it would never survive the trek across no, my carpet I have with a, four dogs. I have one of those things. It would it, die it gets, horribly and it explode from the hair. Yeah. But who knows? Maybe I'm wrong. If there's a new one out there and you want to send it our way, we'll try it I'll out. I'll totally try We're it. We're willing to try it out and put it to the ultimate test and see if it can handle this Shedding hair is something that kind of you have to accept but if you have allergies or if there's other issues going on like where you can't deal or it's like too much for right. your spouse or I mean, then make sure you breeds. pick the breed yeah. that's going to be a better <laughs> fit for that because you never like he's a rescue Oakley's a rescue we didn't know like I didn't know what he was going to end up having a coat like and actually tell you the truth right. his coats changed a lot since that's when he was so a puppy do you so remember true. he was like all thin coated and cute now and he's fluffy. so cute but my now gosh now he's fluffy he has like yeah. beastly hair beastly for yeah beastly. I mean it's one of those it's one of those things that as a dog mom, I think we kind of just accept. And 
I mean, these leggings do a pretty good job. I can pull off the hair, but you know, just have some of those things handy to yeah. get the hair off all the time. Lots of lip brushes, vacuuming. And just um, be prepared to walk out of the house with dog hair. Always. Maybe get clothes that match your dog. That's, That's not a bad idea. I we mean, might be thinking, don't steal my idea now. We're gonna be creating some of this canine confetti. I like canine glitter, so maybe that's the glitter name. confetti is perfect. Oh All right, we gotta go to our next topic. Shedding hair. My turn. It's endless. I okay. know. You pick the next one. Oh, adopting a puppy. Fun. We have experience there. Yeah, you do too. You have a puppy right now. Oh my gosh, I know. I know. How fun. <laughs> it's a lot of work, but I'll tell you, I didn't adopt. Didn't adopt Fuji. But Beasley's my rescue out of my crew, and right. you have, is Tucker a rescue? Yeah, so we, I have one dog that's from a breeder and two that are rescue dogs. Got it, got yeah. it, got it. Yes. Yeah. I mean, where do you begin? Oh, goodness. I will say, though, I tried to do adoption recently, and I found it really difficult to, like, get a hold of rescues mm. at times and filling out the paperwork or, like, getting feedback sometimes. Right. I don't know if maybe, like, you know, I sometimes use Pet Finder here and there, but, like, I did realize that I wish there was a way to be more, like, um, transparent with them. Like, have yeah, a better face. What like, you're do looking Zoom. For. I'd love to see them and talk to them and have, let them meet me. And I feel like things would go a lot better yeah, than sometimes you know, just putting things in on paper. I have adopted two dogs. So many and with Oakley, he was not a puppy when I adopted him. I, he, I was in a really, like, fortunate situation where... I was able, I was working at a dog training facility and okay. he was living there. He was a previous client's dog that wow. they like abandoned there. And I met him and I was like, this dog has so much potential. Mm. I want to take him home. And I did. And so I was really honored to like be able to spend a lot of time with him before making that, you know, jump. Yeah. However, my other dog. A lot dog, of people don't get a chance to do yeah, that. My other dog was more impulsive, which I think a right. lot of people can, uh, 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 you know, relate to is yeah. that I, wanted to adopt a dog. I got rejected for adopting one puppy and then this other puppy showed up. He was probably, they said he was four months old. Turns out he was, he had his little manly balls and he had all his adult teeth. And so oh, I was like, yes. this is not a four month old not puppy. <laughs> um, and then when I adopted him, he was like on death row and all that stuff. So, you know, like the whole sob story. I was like, I'll take him, I'll fix him. And then of course we dealt with a lot of behavior issues because right. I just impulsively jumped into adopting got a puppy it, got it. that I didn't know anything about. And it was a great rescue organization, but it is one of those situations Wait, where so I had was, no oh, that's right. so information. The, so Oakley was the one that was like not really four months old. No, so Oakley was two when I adopted yeah, him. Yeah, but who and was the Tucker one that was... was four months old. Right. And then when I got him, I was like, this dog's oh, at least six yes. to seven to eight months old already. Right. Yeah, right. Um, and, you know, after like that first initial two-week period of getting yeah. to know a little teenage dog that just right. came to your house, I was like, wow, I've got my hands full. I've got yes. a lot of issues to work oh my on. Gosh. But well, also, you know, for people out there considering to adopt a puppy, um, don't take the breed um, that, that are listed like by heart. Oh my gosh. Because you don't know what That's that dog so really is. True. Unless they know the parents and there's a story or they made it with the parents. Well, what did they say Be but, Beasley was? Oh my gosh, I thought Beasley was a lab... Bees and hound. <laughs> I don't even know where that one's running loose somewhere because those are like a rare breed as is. It turns out he is none of that. He is a husky. What? That's where the fluffiness yes. comes from. He's a husky mountain cur. 
Kentucky. Gosh. I know. So, so anyway, like, don't like definitely see if you can meet the puppy, spend time right. with the puppy, and you know you got to do all your checks. They're gonna want to see your house and all this kind of stuff. But like, I think it's really important to get there and don't impulsively just take the first puppy that comes. I know, by. and that's what's so hard is puppies are so freaking. And try cute. to get some good word from the <laughs> fosters because if there are fosters, they spend time with these dogs. That's, they know. That's like the best tip, yeah. honestly. Right. Is that like the foster's gonna know the puppy the most? Right. If are they super energetic? Are they more laid back? Absolutely. Are they gonna be good with kids? Is this gonna be a good fit for you? They spend day in day out. You know taking what care a lot of, of uh, rescues offer is like foster to adopt, and that might That's be a really nice. good option for people too. Is like test and see how this dog fits in your house. I would be house. such a fail if I ever did that. Yeah, I tried fostering a cat. It didn't go very oh my, well. No, He's it, still my cat. Don't you have, <laughs> don't you have two cats Yeah, I, I fostered one uh, and <laughs> it's my cat now. So right. We know how that went up. But I think it's about like getting that feedback <laughs> and taking your time in the process because impulsively getting a dog, it's a very, very big deal to get a dog. And Absolutely. that's our time. Wow, that went by fast. That's a big topic. Wait, that's... That's the end of our episode, but I think that we have is. one more thing left to do. We do. So this is where you guys come into play. We're so happy to have you here because at this point in the show, we are going to take questions from you. Now, we've had some videos be sent our way, and so we don't know what we're getting into, but let's take a look. Let's hear what you have to say. All right. Hi, my name is Sophia Maria, and I would like to know the best way mommy can calm myself and my brother Bobby down during the thunderstorm. Thank you. Look at that little tail wag. Oh my gosh. She said, how, sh how can she get her dog and herself calm during thunderstorm? Well, if you want to get yourself calm, grab a bottle of wine. <laughs> I do love that solution. I mean, I mean it works for me. It works it does, for me. It does. Uh, it's a really unfortunate scenario that I personally have dealt with. Yeah. This little guy here is very calm and very happy. But we have dealt with some thunder phobia, mm -hmm. and he didn't actually have thunder phobia until he was like six or seven years old. And so, even though your dog doesn't have it, doesn't mean that they won't have it in the future. You're not kidding. So, he has noise sensitivities yeah. now, and he's eight. I would have never it guessed just like that. sometimes as they get older. And so, I think like you were, um, you mentioned something to me um, about exposure. How can you yeah. tell me like what you do with your dogs? So yeah, that's a good point. So when they're young, I try to play like, what's really cool is that like Dog TV actually has programs that allow you right. to like play certain like soft versions that can get them used to noises that's not going to trigger things ideally. Yeah. But just getting them to listen to that. I actually, when they're puppies, I play YouTube like eight hours of thunderstorms oh and I'll gosh. just keep it on in the background. I, say, I don't know if I can do it, but I'll play it well, for the dogs. <laughs> right, right, right. I do. I leave it on really loud and I do stuff throughout the day and I just leave it on. I make it, yeah. bo I make it boring, but you still can't like mimic exactly like when mother nature comes through. Right. But that's something that I just, I've decided to start, but it doesn't mean it's going to last forever. That's so true. And I mean, it is a really unique experience and I know at least with me personally, you know, every dog is different and I'm sure with her dog, she's tried some things. One thing to remember is that comforting your dog when they're scared is not going to make them more scared. And so that really right. helped I him. heard that myth. Like you're actually rewarding yeah. them being terrified. Rewarding your dog being afraid. Like you're not rewarding them being afraid. But if afraid. you abandon them, isn't that like pretty scary for isn't them too? Isn't that more scary? Yeah. yeah. So I found something that helped with him was making sure he knew he could come to us. And mm -hmm. even in the middle of the night and actually now to this day, he used to, which is really weird, he actually used to lock himself in the bathroom. I remember this. It was really, and I remember sending you videos oh like, gosh. this is the most insane thing I've ever seen a dog like do. Like he would put himself in the bathroom, he close the door. will literally go in the bathroom, slam the door shut, and then and start then he crying. Can't, and then he can't get out. Because of the thunderstorm. Right. So once we started, we first of all blocked access to the bathrooms. And then um, we taught him that if he's scared, he can come in bed with us or come cuddle yeah. with us. 
and that created like a better association of come cuddle mm -hmm. I'll hold you he still would get scared sometimes and so playing white noise really loud yeah 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 anything so you can do to drown that out yeah and just creating a safe space for the dog to go so for yeah. some dogs it might be on the couch or bed with you it might be a crate it might be a closet something that kind of helps them feel safe is he the same whether you're in the car or the hotel like no, is it is it everywhere it's, it's, it's mostly in the house isn't if he's that interesting? on a walk he's okay isn't that interesting he's in the car he's okay that's wild yeah and i think it's because of some negative maybe he wants to be a storm chaser just hop in the car and start going i don't know i maybe don't think it's a not. great idea but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right and i think we have another question right yeah we do let's check it out awesome i think it's from our friend Hi, I'm Jamie and this is Cork and we've got a question for the dog moms. Chrissy Joy and Amber Akar, I've got a question about how do you balance being that dog mom life and enjoying time with your pups while also being able to maintain the cleanliness of your house? I'd love to hear any life hacks or tips and tricks that you have. This is like something I, I literally deal with every day. And I don't have like the perfect answer. Yeah. I vacuum. So we have a, a smaller home for now. And we, because we're both house hunting actually, but I vacuum almost every single day. I wash the carpets once a week. Um, I dust all the time. How Leave do you it, wash the carpets? Like with a, with a, with like a, like a Bissell, like right, yeah. dog shampoo carpet thingy. And it does a great job. It's like so revealing when you like empty the dirty, oh, dirty water. Nasty. Out. I don't even want to know. Um, <laughs> I, I do that weekly. I vacuum if not every day, um, I just have to. And yeah. it's amazing how much hair you pull up. Also, some people don't think of is like, make sure you're checking your filters, your filtration oh, on your house. That's so true. Our the filters air too. get so clogged oh, of like gosh, the yeah. dander and the hair. And we also bought like in the house filtration to plug Smart. in. Um, yeah, I know some people use like yeah. actual air filters in the mm -hmm. house too, which can really help. Um, I'm like a huge, like obsessed with like Swiffer person yeah. um, because they have these little like dust bunny things that just collect and like I'll go up to the air vents and like yes. do it on the vents yes. as well. Vacuuming is huge. I find like we mentioned earlier in the episode, I have washable rugs, which really helps. Yes. Because we want not hard only... floors in our next home because yeah. like the huge carpet difference. is... The Even carpet is wet dogs, like <laughs> dogs coming in from the rain. Right. And also wiping their feet when they come in, if you can. Yeah. We have a doggy door, so there's a lot of in and out happening. Ooh. But we put a gate so, like, they can't go into the carpet. Smart. So you can wash them off Just anything that we can do to, you know, to keep that You know, I've actually heard of people during mud season putting, like, hay and straw wow. out on the mud. So it's kind of prevent idea. that. I know. That's, like, going to be my new next go-to. Yeah. Thing. Just to kind of, like, because some people's backyards get really messy. Yeah. And, I mean, we just have, like, a routine where the dogs are coming inside like they know they come in I have them stop we check their feet wipe their feet and then they come inside yeah so otherwise it's literally just constant constant mess. constant I think mess. the other place that gets really messy sometimes is the water bowls yes and so I, I always have like a towel nearby yep. and it's just like a habit I walk by do like my little with my foot and then all the time yeah. ours is like you have like the freaking Nile River coming through oh my god but it's true like we just keep things nearby and switch it out so it looks nice and tidy and clean but um I think for if, it, if you're like okay well what's a life hack also we like to use like white vinegar as a cleaning agent okay. instead of other kind of um chemicals and so we just try Smart. to always do pet safe stuff if we can yeah I have a lot of different pet cleaners and my favorite go-to are like the nature's miracle stain and odor stuff yeah that stuff works amazing especially if you have cats too because cats can have stinky and things. essential oils that are like safe for you and the dog like you can keep that on to help the smell that's if true. there is a smell like sometimes wet days we're just like Ugh. yeah but I keep those little um you know those like wipies? Yes. They're kind of like wet wipes or yeah. whatever. I just keep yeah. this by my back door too. Mm-hmm. Cool. It's well, true. Yeah. We feel your pain. 
it's pretty rough. There's a lot of hair. Oh my gosh, I said that again. <laughs> it's rough out there. Well, thank you guys so much. What a great episode, but it doesn't end there. Please, please, please feel free to send us your tips, your stories, your questions. You can just go to dogtv.com slash the dog moms, and we're going to be here for a couple more episodes moving forward, and we can't wait to see you guys again and see what you have to bring to our table. Thanks for joining us. Bye, guys. Dog moms, dog moms, what you gonna do? What you gonna do?